Hi there, and welcome to PMICast, the only UK podcast devoted to private medical insurance. I'm your host, Phil Knight, and let's get started. Hi there and welcome to PMI Cast, episode number 60, recorded on the 20th of November 2014. My name is Phil Knight, I'll be your host. I am an independent healthcare consultant based in the north of England. I am regulated via Premier Choice Healthcare and I look after clients in the UK and around the rest of the world as well. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have reached the, the milestone of 60 episodes we're also, at the moment, sticking to our bi-weekly schedule, which is now working in line with the YouTube channel, more of which later on. Now, in the podcast, I do try and tie things where possible in to my business blog, which you can find at www.localventure.blogspot.com. Unfortunately, I haven't really put much up there in the last few days, so um, the only real new posts there are talking about the YouTube channel, which I'll cover in a second, although I did put a post this morning, which is the 20th of November, talking about, of all things, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and how offended I was by some of the coverage um, by uh, Good Morning Britain, the ITV breakfast show. So if you want an off-topic rant about how disappointed I am by the level of journalism on ITV at the moment, feel free to check out this, uh, this morning's blog post. Now, every week, or every fortnight now, I try and cover um, a private medical insurance issue, I try and talk about issues for my introducers, and then I also quite often talk about a specific news-related topic. Um, I don't really have much for introducers today. Um, I'm doing a lot of work behind the scenes trying to find new introducers and trying to come up with sales and marketing ideas for them, which, which will develop in the future. Um, but both the, the, the core private medical topics, issues that I want to talk about today would apply equally to a current or a new or prospect IFA or accountant introducer. So please don't tune out because both things are actually quite important and uh, I think they're worth listening to. So first of all, um, never mention any specific clients or, or identify anybody by name on the podcast for obvious reasons. But I've had an issue in the last couple of weeks where a client hasn't read and understood a piece of product literature that he was sent when the plan was set up. Now, my experience with, with insurers' literature is that it's usually pretty straightforward. Most will write in either plain English or, or will try and make things as simple as possible for people purchasing a, a new product. Uh, and I'm required under the FCA to send details of, of product specifications through to clients, and I always do so. But it's come to my attention, and I know this is a fairly self-evident point, that people don't always read the literature. And if they don't understand it, they usually don't ask the question. They'll simply just file it away or bin it. And this is a mistake. I try and send through either a key features document or a, or a really simple overview of what it is a person is either interested in or has bought. And it's really important to read and to understand what it is you've been sent. And if you don't understand it, I'm very happy with any client to take five or ten minutes on the phone just to run through 
either questions about the literature or specific questions about what it is you have in terms of cover benefit, excesses, outpatient benefit, and so forth. And, and the thing that, that came to light was that the, the particular problem was that the client hadn't read and understood the difference between a core part of a plan and what was very clearly advertised as an optional bolt-on in the product literature. So if you're not sure whether you have an optional bolt-on like travel insurance or dental cover or a cash plan, ask me, when I fact-find with a client, when we discuss their benefit requirements, we will talk about the things that are important to them. But you can't not mention a topic to me. So let's say hypothetically that you want travel insurance. If you never mention that you want travel insurance to me at any point during the sales process, and then you're sent a piece of product literature that says travel insurance is an optional benefit, and if on the quotes that I send you, travel insurance isn't included, I think it's fairly safe to say you don't have travel insurance. So if you're not sure, if you want something, ask me for it. Because I'm not a mind reader and I will always be happy to run through the specifics of a product with a client. So it's always worthwhile asking the question rather than making an assumption. The second thing I was going to talk about with, I've had a few inquiries in, in recent weeks and months for uh, people to be covered who are not UK nationals but are living outside of the UK. So for example... Um, a Spaniard living in Guatemala or a French person living in Australia. Now, these third country nationals are certainly doable for me. I do quotes and business for them on a fairly regular basis. But from a regulatory point of view, I need to be careful. So I'm treating that kind of client slightly differently now than I did in the past. Won't affect the client if you're an introducer and I have a couple of, of worldwide IFA introducers, it won't affect my ability to provide uh, terms for that kind of client. It just means that I do things slightly differently from an agency perspective. So if you're interested in, in talking about how that will work moving forward, I'm happy to run through the specifics of it with individual introducers or indeed with individual clients. Uh, but it just works slightly differently from my standard regulation and agency process that I work with on Premier Choice Healthcare. And it's an evolving process to make sure that we do everything exactly right as per the FCA and the regulators want us to do so. So just to let you know, still doing it, but it may look slightly different moving forwards. The last thing I wanted to talk about in the podcast today was uh, uh, news and, and specifically looking at health news in terms of, of the NHS and reporting by the main media outlets. I'm aware over the last couple of weeks of stories along the lines of if we don't invest X million pounds in the, in the NHS, it won't be able to cope over the winter. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I've certainly blogged about this both on uh, Local Venture, but also on my medical blog on Talk Health. Again, you can find that in the show notes on uh, on the podcast. I have a real, a real bee in my bonnet about this, because the NHS has been in existence since the late 40s. We've never had a situation where the NHS has shut their doors to emergency admissions over the winter. It will never happen because it's politically impossible for any government to close an NHS a &E unit because they're, they're overfaced by the number of people walking in. But it drives me absolutely bananas when reputable outlets, 
the mainstream um, broadsheet press, the BBC uh, and others probably expect nothing less from the tabloids and from Sky News, but from the main reliable outlets printing and publishing these stories. The NHS will be able to cope during the winter. You might have to wait a little bit longer to get seen if you present at the, at the A&E department with something minor like a cough or a cold, which of course is why, if you look on buses and on uh, phone boxes, you'll see the NHS advertising using your pharmacist as the first protocol for minor conditions. And to be honest, I'd far rather go and see the pharmacist than spend two and a half hours sitting in casualty when I've got a bit of a sniffle. So... Don't be concerned about the uh, the yellow journalism, the, the bigging up the threat to the NHS over the winter. And second of all, don't waste your time in, in casualty if you don't need to. Go and see your GP or your pharmacist, get things sorted. So, quick and clean podcast this week. We'll be back in a fortnight with... Oh, stop, I've gone mad. You've got to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, there are now two videos up. There's the first one, which is a general introduction to the channel and then today I've recorded and uploaded a new uh, video which is a very high level guide to personal private medical insurance. In the video I talk about um, what private medical insurance is, who should have it and briefly what it does. No specifics about underwriting or product spec, that's all going to come later on in the, in the life of the channel. For now, if you're interested in getting a new private medical insurance plan, you've never had one before, that video, which is the second video on the uh, on the channel, is a really useful guide in understanding what to expect from private medical insurance. And of course, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, if you want some help with private medical insurance, come to me. I've been doing it for a lot of years. I put a lot of time into supporting my clients. And of course providing podcasts and YouTube channels so you've got a bit more information than with my competitors. So if you're interested, um, contact me via the podcast, which is pmycast at gmail.com. You can email uh, uh, my business um, email account, which is philknight at pch.uk.com, or you can call me, which is 07792075748. I would welcome new clients via the podcast or the YouTube channel. So please get involved, feedback, And if you want help, I'm here. So that's the end of the podcast, end of episode 60. We'll be back in a fortnight. Thanks for listening. I've just got to finish by saying that I am an independent healthcare consultant. I'm regulated via Premier Choice, who are um, regulated by the FCA. Their number is 312878. And if you want more information on me or on Premier Choice, how I'm regulated, what I do, do a search on Google for... Phil Knight, Premier Choice Healthcare. Check out the YouTube channel. If you want to get there, it's in the show notes, but go into YouTube and search for Purely Medical Insurance and you will find us. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Take care.